got a great show for you. Let me tell you about sweat block. Yes, never thought I'd be the guy selling antiperspirant because usually you have to be like a jock or somebody. You know, you got to be like somebody who actually moves from time to time. And I do. I walk from the couch to the refrigerator several times a night. Uh, but boy, what a workout that is. And that's why I need a, a man's antiperspirant and deodorant. Uh, it's sweat block. Yes, but I like it too. Yes, that's right. The female inside of me also loves sweat block. Um, if you uh, want to try a really great antiperspirant deodorant stick, best I've ever tried, mean that with everything in me, sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck, or you can find it on Amazon, but you'll save if you use promo code Beck and you buy it uh, at sweatblock, you'll save 20% off. I really like the um, the sweat wipes better than the deodorant stick. It lasts for six days. It's amazing. Everything that is going on right now, finally, and I mean this sincerely, finally, the president is tackling the thing that all Americans want tackled. He is pushing today the Senate to ratify a treaty that would make your air conditioning cost more. So, I mean... Who likes air conditioning anyway? You know what I mean? You're hot, roll down a window. What is your deal, man? I'm busy working on my student loan that I didn't take out because I couldn't afford to pay it back. But now I'm paying somebody else's student loan without air conditioning. We are going to be a happy, happy country very soon. Latest on that and more nonsense from Washington coming up. In 60 seconds, first, let me tell you about LifeLock. Every day you go without online protection is another day that you risk lose absolutely everything. You can lose everything to cyber criminals. They're smart. They're in their underpants. Unless they're in China, then they're in, and this is true, then they're in a big Chinese building that is just trying to hack in to America's banks america's pentagon i mean it's it's great nothing to worry about nothing to see here just keep rolling the dice or in your own personal life you can get lifelock lifelock will do everything they can now nobody can watch everything nobody can catch everything because it's constantly changing however they are the best to protect you and what is yours. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code back and save 20, 25%.
Alrighty. Hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, very good. Mm. I want to give you an update. The guy in North Dakota that ran over that 17-year-old kid because he was a he was a Republican extremist. Right. Uh, the kid who was calling his mom, going, Mom, there's somebody chasing me. Um, that was then run over and killed by a 41-year-old drunk who claimed, who actually called, uh, left the scene, and then called police himself and said, I got a report that I ran over somebody because they were Republican extremists. Hmm. And uh, and they were calling people, and I know that they were calling people to come and get me. He's been released on bail, $50,000, uh, and he's very grateful for that because, as he said yesterday, after he was arrested, hey, hey, I, I have a family I care about. I, I care about. I can't be in 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 the in the clink clink clinker. Uh huh. So good news is he's out. <laughs> um, hopefully he'll actually. I mean, it's North Dakota, so I'm guessing there is still justice up there. Are there people still up there? Yes. Okay. So the, hopefully there's still American justice up there. Now, here's the big news. Out of all of the things you could think of that you would say, you know what? You know, you know what would make my life better? A lack of air conditioning. Well, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So, whew, thank, thank God somebody's talking about the real problems in America. Um, Joe Biden has uh, signed a treaty or an executive order, 14008, tackling the climate climate crisis at home and abroad. And uh, he was going after hydrofluorocarbons because, you know, of the ozone layer, which I don't know what that has to do with global warming. And didn't we heal the ozone layer? Wasn't that a whole... They've been bragging the, about it for years. Yeah, I think the Montreal so. Protocol, of course. <gasps> I love that protocol. Mm-hmm. That and the protocols when they scope you up the butt. Both are both wonderful. are yeah wonderful. <laughs> okay, so now Congress passed legislation requiring the Environmental Protection Agency to develop regulations to reduce domestic production and use of hydrofluorocarbons. Don't worry, it's just air conditioning. Um, your refrigerator, you know, things like that. Um, so it'll be, it'll be, it'll be really great. Now we have the Kigali amendment um, that uh, he is pushing now. 146 countries have signed on to the Kigali amendment. Um, and I mean, we're held to a, a, a much harsher standard, you know, in the Kigali amendment, you know, China and Iran, they don't have to worry anything, but they sign on there like absolutely. America reducing its uh, hydrofluorocarbons and reducing uh, air conditioning. Oh yeah, they need that. Stu, in a completely unrelated question, don't murder rates in like Chicago always go up when it's really hot in the summer? It's fascinating because that's something that people who are pitching global warming restrictions constantly tell us that when it gets warmer, there's more violence and therefore global warming is, is responsible for uh-huh. all the violence around uh-huh. the country. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but now we're uh-huh. going to get rid of the air conditioning, uh, which is a fascinating, 
Fascinating solution to that. You were just in Europe. Yeah, I was. And they have a lot of uh, buildings without air conditioning there. Yeah, it was great. Why do stores, they do this a lot in New York, you know, where they really love the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do stores leave their doors open on really hot days in New York? Ever asked? Ever never even noticed it? Used to happen a lot. I don't know. I haven't lived in New York for, I don't know, 10 years. But it used to happen a lot. They'd leave the doors open, and the air conditioning would just be blasting out those doors. Mm -hmm. Okay? What, you grow up in a barn? That's what I used to always think. Close the door! (laughs) We're not air conditioning the whole world! (laughs) Actually, they do it to invite people in. You walk by that blast, and you're like, it's so hot. I don't know. I think I'm going to go stand in the corner of the Victoria's Secret and <laughs> I might need some new panties. I don't really. So, I mean, that's why they do it. I was in Europe uh, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, can I tell you? No air conditioning. None. None. Um, and it was fabulous. It was really great. I ate at some really good restaurants. If you would have had air conditioning in a bad McDonald's knockoff with fake meat, I would have eaten there over any restaurant. I sat at this restaurant with my wife and I said, this is the best meal I think I've ever had. And it was just, you know, it was just like noodles and crap, you know, Italian stuff. You can get that at the Olive Garden. Anyway, uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm and I said to my wife, I said, I think this is the best meal I've ever had. And she said, I think I agree with you. And uh, I said, how do you know? Are you messing with my tongue? Are you using my tongue on weekends? Um, And she said, no, my tongue agrees that it's probably the best meal I've ever had. Then I understood it. The argument was over and we went on. (laughs) I said, however, this restaurant would never make it anywhere in America. She said, I don't know. It's really good. I said, you see the sweat? See the sweat on your brow? Sweat on my brow? There's no air conditioning here. The windows were wide open, but it was dead still and boiling hot, boiling hot. There's no way you could take the best restaurant, the best whatever, and put it in a, in a town like Dallas, Texas, and say, you know what? You can have air conditioning, but only you can only bring it down to 85 degrees. <laughs> Nobody's going there. Nobody's going there. This is the, I think, one of the, the most pure examples of the differences between the left and the right. The left says it's really hot. Therefore, we should change our entire economy yeah. and control the global temperature to bring it down a few degrees. Even though you'll still hit the 90s, you might not hit 95, you'd only hit 92. And... That way we can control the climate so we have less, fewer people die of heat waves, right? Like, for instance, I believe the free market should come up with a way to go up to Alaska and get some giant blower that blows all of that cold air down. I don't know that you're, you're you didn't, you have a doctorate, but not, not in science. No, Uh, you're right. You're right. Not in science. Well, I am doctor of humanities and that's the. That's a science of whatever is working inside. I have something to say about the Stacey Abrams comment that there's no heartbeat. I'm a doctor, Stacey. <laughs> I've got a few comments for you later on in the program. But the right 
capitalism says, well, let's just come up with a way to bring air conditioning to everyone. Yeah. Right. Uh So that if it does get hot, everyone's comfortable. They kept saying this about Europe during the past few months. It's like, oh, well, they've got this heat wave and everyone's going to die. And thousands of people are because you're not using air conditioning. What would happen if this this was every year? Well, you mean it would be like Dallas where we all live happily and live in every single building is air conditioned and everybody's comfortable. That's, so how, that's what it would look I like. I asked the person, I said, you know, who's who was our tour guide. I said, uh, they said, oh, man, you should have been here last week. This is great. And I'm like, really? Because it's 95 and nothing is air conditioned. And I said, uh, uh, wow, what was it like when it was 105? I mean, was there anybody on the street? And she said, no, everyone was on the street. And I realized, oh, yeah. Because at least walking around creates a breeze. Mm-hmm. Walking around outside when it's really, really hot. That's what people were doing because staying in their home is unreasonable because it's even hotter in your house. Yeah, it's, 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 oh my the, gosh. This status we uh, all enjoyed before we had, you know, civilization is what they seem to desire. Yes. They want to go back yes. to this idea where you don't get any of the improvements, any of the wonderful things that we enjoy on a day-to-day basis that solve these basic problems. They Boy. want them all to go away. I tell you, I did Did you see the show last night? No, you don't watch the show. You don't watch the show. Which show? <laughs> my, my show on Blaze TV. Oh, I was watching Blaze TV, but... Yeah, you didn't I, see my show. No, I, I was watching Whitlock. So, I was checking that out. Crowd. So anyway, uh, last night I did a uh, I did, I did a show. That's all right. When you're talking, I'm listening to old Imus shows. <laughs> and you're on the show. Yeah. So uh, you're yeah, not right, listening right. to my show when you're guesting yeah, on my I show. I got it. I got it. So anyway, um, when uh, last night I was talking about uh, the 14th century and uh, or the 15th century, what things were like in the 1400s over in Europe. And how we are going back to that. And I laid out a really good case. You should watch it on Blaze TV. uh, Or you can find it also on YouTube. It's last night's TV show. But made a really good case that the Fed and the government are taking us back to serfdom. On the road to serfdom. We are. We are taking away everything that made Western society livable we're taking it all away. All of it. Hey, let's stop using uh, some of that oil. Okay. Can we can we harpoon a whale to get its oil? I mean, what are we what are we going to do? Let's stop using air conditioning. Can we all just stand up and say no? Can we do that? I think I think we might still have some power to stand up and go, no, not doing that. I, I choose not to live in Cuba. And air conditioning is not the main reason, but it's a pretty big one. Okay? So, no. But here's more good news for you. Oh, thank goodness we have finally figured out how to stop All of the toxic chemicals that are spewing out of the chimney. Well, they're not. Well, there is a chimney, but it's not really a death camp. It's it's just where we where we, you know, uh, burn people up, you know, 
what is that called? You know, after dead people, they burn them up and yeah, cremation. Mm. Yeah. So the crematoriums apparently are causing real problems, real, real problems. California has come up with a way to solve that. I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. I hear from people all the time. Tell me about their journey with pain, what it used to be, what their life used to be like before the pain set in. And it is always one thing that they can't do anymore. The one thing I I remember my dad used to tell me all the time when I was growing up, someday I'm going to retire and I'm just going to play golf. By the time he uh, retired, he couldn't play golf because he was in so much pain. What is the one thing that you can't do anymore that you really wanted to do, you know, before the pain set in? Relief factor. Please try it. 1995, it's a three-week trial pack. If it's not working for you in three weeks, probably not going to work. 70% of the people who try the trial pack go on to order more. I'm one of them. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. 1995, three-week quick start developed just for you. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Wow. Uh, Stu, you're going you're gonna to be very excited. The... The um, Governor Newsom, mm. uh, who is who is absolutely running for president in 2024. He's already running for president. Oh, yeah. Gee, why does he want to debate uh, Ron, Ron DeSantis? DeSantis? He's what running a... ads in Florida. I I mean, it's, I've never seen a more transparently oh pathetic God. attention yeah. grab than this. Yeah. Well, he's just signed a bill that will change all of the problems that we're all talking about. When it comes to burning up your relatives after they die in cremation. So many problems connected to it, right? I mean, you could spend how long talking about those problems, too? Uh, an unlimited amount of yeah. Of, uh, well, anyway, let's just not, you don't bore me with all the details because right, sure. I know you could go on and on. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Assembly Bill 351 uh, has now been, uh, now been uh, signed in so you can compost yourself or your loved ones. Um, it's really great. What they do is they put you in a box and they drill a whole bunch of holes in it. It's an eight foot box. They drill a bunch of holes in it and then they put wood chips in there with you. Now, I hope they haven't cut down trees for these wood chips. I hope, I hope they are just growing crops of wood chips, uh, to use. God forbid they are cutting down a forest or using any of the underbrush that I love so much, it's part of nature, and when it starts to fight the fires and the glow in the sky, it's magical, California. Uh, so anyway, they put wood chips in with you, and then they bury you. And within 60 days, your body has been composted. The, the gracious... Uh, uh, just an incredible moment where you go through 60 days of deterioration. Deterioration, 60 (laughs) days. It's just awesome. And then the soil is sent to you. Wow. Yeah. That sounds great. So you're like, oh, this mushy kind of soil was mom. Good. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to use it to be in the flower bed. I... uh, 
Okay, so they send you the box of mom dirt, uh, which is so rich with nutrients, you know, because mom had a lot of nutrients in her. And if she was fat, oh, my gosh, human fat when it's composted. Oh, the trees just love it. So anyway, um, they send you that box or and I like this one or. You can donate it to a conservation, you know, plot of land, which I'm sure that's going to happen. I'm sure. I mean, I'm. Don't you think? Mm. You know how many? You know how many funeral homes? They're like, yeah, we we uh, cremated your loved one and we uh, sprinkled their ashes uh, on uh, the moon, and you find out later that the body has just been like half buried in their basement, right? I'm sure this is what they're going to do. They're going to, yeah, they're going to take that that soil with mushy mom in it. They're going to take your $10,000 and send you a bag of dirt is what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. That's what you're, yeah. you're going to get a bag of dirt. And yeah. this dirt, well, you're going to be surprised to hear, is not going to have any of your loved one in it. It's, it's not just going to f- be a bag of dirt. Yeah, it might be a bag of dirt with somebody else's loved one in it. Maybe. But anyway, $4,000 to $5,500. Oh, now, wow. What a, what a bargain. I don't know what the $1,500 difference is. I mean, it's if you're really am fat. I in, am, I in, am I in better dirt? No, you know I, I mean? think Do it's... I have elitist worms <laughs> that are munching on me? If you went to Taco Bell every day, there's a little more a little more mass. Oh, so you, yeah. you need a bigger box. <laughs> so you're going to get a bigger box of dirt. Yeah, oh yeah. So if you have like a big flower bed. Yeah. Thank you, Gavin Newsom. Mm. Thank you. Because I'm going to be working in my garden. Myself, I'm going to be doing it because it will be too hot in my house because of Joe Biden getting rid of air conditioning. What a utopia. Mm. Oh, man. And then, you know, on the weekends, we can drive to. No, we can't drive. We couldn't drive to the beach. And the beaches are probably protected areas. So it's going to be great. Oh, I seriously, it's going to be great. And you will not complain. We will complain for you. Uh, Okay, coming up in just a sec. Coming up in just a second. California has another moral obligation. And they're fulfilling that. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. Crazy. Today marks yet another day that I want to celebrate partnering with Mike Lindell. Yeah. You know what? I tend to like people that authorities don't like. Yeah. I mean, I don't even really have to like those people, but there's something in me that's like, oh, oh, you're going to surround his car in a drive through and take his phone away mm, like he's a hardened criminal. Huh? Huh? Gosh, I suddenly want to buy a pillow. Uh, here's what I want you to do. Log on to my pillow right now. Pillows, sheets, uh, towels. I mean, they got they got a buttload of everything, and they're really, really good. But if you feel like I do, where you're like, huh, they are intentionally trying to drive him out of business. Hmm, what can I do to help? Oh, buy some of his stuff. MyPillow.com. Go to the radio listener's special square and use the promo code BECK. Receive this incredible limited time offer. One year warranty, 60 day money back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code there 
is Glenn. You'll save what? 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenbeck program. Along with my executive producer, the Honorable Steve Bergier, who for some reason changed his name early on to Stu. Welcome. Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate that uh, terrible telling of that story. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Uh, we also have in studio somebody that, uh, you know, you've probably never seen before. Um, uh, Ezra is with us. She is our... Uh, Social media man- manager, yeah, yeah. Well, no, seriously, what's your real Social title? media coordinator. Coordinator, okay. Mm. So she coordinates our social media, uh, which apparently she told me today, quote, this has never been said before. You're big on TikTok. Mm. Hmm. Meaning like, like you look fat on TikTok? Yeah, I okay. look fat everywhere. Right. That's, you know, not that's just what TikTok. I thought. Not yeah. just TikTok. Instagram, just TikTok. all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, you're streaming today on Instagram and TikTok? Correct. The behind the scenes, uh, which is... <sighs> it's riveting. <laughs> it's Gosh, riveting. It's crazy. And it will fill that void left by Colonel Sanders and Captain Kangaroo. Uh, really? So yeah. Will yeah. it? You'll... <laughs> <laughs> Will it though? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty. I'm, pre- I'm pretty. Colonel sure Sanders it does. produced a lot of good for the so country. Now, a lot of chicken. Ezra, you told me a minute ago that uh, there's just a lot of mean spirited things that are being said uh, in the live. Uh, in the live comments, feed? Yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Who would have known? They're not very nice. Not very nice on the socials. Is it? Is it mainly <laughs> fat or <laughs> what is it? Or is, is it, it more Nazi? Uh, yeah. What are they accusing him of today? Yeah. Um, you are, you, you're a Nazi. A I'm fat a Nazi. Nazi. You're a fat Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> yeah. How dare you, you know, support Republicans. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Now, is that on TikTok or is that on Instagram? That was on Instagram. That was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. TikTok must love me <laughs> if oh, that's Instagram. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. just love me. Okay. You can follow it at, uh, at uh, the Instagram page for, or TikTok page. Uh, I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. Just uh, dial pound one five zero, and I think that'll. I'm not. Anyway, uh, all right. Uh, let me just dial down the middle. Yeah, you know, just do that. <laughs> You'll get there. Just keep trying. These new complex things. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was exciting when we had a phone in the car. Um, California has a moral obligation now, according to Governor Newsom. Who is going to clean up in the 2024 election? I mean, right? I mean, he is one with the American people. He has said that they have a moral obligation to ban diesel-powered trucks. To rectify, which I think is a great word because it makes me think of rectal, which makes me think of an ass, which makes me think of Gavin Newsom. Anyway, ban diesel trucks to rectify what? Global warming. What do you think? What do you I would think, think global think? warming. Yeah, yeah. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Decades of racist practices. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they are going to ban uh, medium and heavy duty trucks. Uh, and they all have to be fully electric by 2035. Now, here's the good news. Those 17 states that just signed on with all of California's emission standards and everything else, bet you're going to have to do it too. You didn't know about that in your state? 
yeah, you're now a slave to California. Who did that? Your governor and your legislators. So bye-bye electric cars in Virginia, I mean, uh, gasoline cars in Virginia. Bye-bye diesel trucks in Virginia and other states. I mean, Minnesota, just stay in your house. I mean, really, you get what, like a week maybe where it's nice? Hmm. Stay in your house. Well, that's why they built bridges, enclosed bridges all over Minneapolis. So you never have to walk outside. Tell you something about it. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I never, the first time I went there, I was like, they just built, they just turned this entire city into a mall. (laughs) They did. You're just walking from hotel to hotel. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Now, is it true that only white people can buy diesel? Is that accurate? Well, yes. In well, most parts of Texas, but I don't know about California. Mm. No, here's the deal, Stu. Decades, I'm quoting. Decades of racist and classist practices, including redlining and sitting decisions, have concentrated heavy-duty vehicle and freight activities in communities of color. Freight activities? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. And it's not just color. It's low-income communities. Now, I don't know why they didn't build our airports and our bus stations and our freight yards right in the middle of really nice suburbs. I don't know. I don't know. Wait a minute. It could be because if they did that, everybody who lived in those really nice suburbs would move away and then they would have to cut the high the price of the housing and so those would become low income neighborhoods. Mm. I mean, how racist are you? You don't want to live next to the freeway? <laughs> My gosh. What's next? Oh, I can't sleep at night because of the roar of the jet engines. My gosh, you rich people make me sick. Oh, I can't live by the bus station. No, no. Wow. Racists. This guy's gonna be this guy's gonna be good for the country. You know who else would be good? If Utah would just elect Ellen McMuffin uh running against uh running against Mike Lee, Ellen McMuffin is really, really good. He was a CIA agent. Uh I don't know if you know. And I think what the country needs right now to repair trust is a CIA agent in the Senate, you know? Um he uh, he's he's running a lot of ads, running a lot of ads now, uh, trying to monetize, uh, you know, his campaign, get somebody to somebody besides George Soros and others like him uh, to, you know, kick in on the Ellen McMuffin train and uh, see if they can get him elected. So he's he is doing some really good ads, reminding everybody, hey, I was a spook. And I think that's really good. I think that's right in line with what Americans want right now is another spook running around. Uh, We. Wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Right now. A spokesperson for the Ellen McMuffin campaign is joining us now. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm I'm very good. How are you? Uh, First of all, fantastic. And I just wanted to thank you for your incredible, consistent support for for Evan and his campaign against extremist Mike Lee. 
I know yeah. you've been, you just, of course, said that there would be nothing better than to have a CIA spook yeah. in the Senate. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just wanted to thank you for your, sure. your, your support. Sure, sure. So, um, do you, I mean, have you thought, thought this through that maybe, you know, at a time when, are you okay? What? Are you really fat? Or I'm a fat man, so I can ask that question. Uh, no, really I, I'm, in, I'm in the excellent physical condition. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, I was just wondering, have you thought this through? I mean, the NSA, the CIA, yes, I, all I, of that. I mean, they're spying on Americans. Oh, uh, yeah. It's really know, corrupt it's, it's right great. now. I know you're right. It's great. You know, we have been trying to highlight that part of uh, Evan McMullen's campaign, uh, that he was in the CIA, because, of course, it's something that we really need right now. Uh, we need uh, more spying on American citizens. You know, we of course, have a platform that's very well defined. And, you know, as a person who was in the CIA, <laughs> imagine all the spying he could do if he was written the Senate. Uh, it would be much, he would be spied three, four, five times as much. And that's what I think really? American people really? uh, want. And, and that's what I think people, the voters of Utah want. And I think the voters of Utah should understand what's at stake here. This is a very important election, most important election ever in history and stuff. And, uh. and <laughs> It's important for the people of Utah to know that we are watching. We're watching what they do. We're watching how they vote. We're going to make sure that they, they understand what's at stake here. The, the globe is warming. What, what, what do you – hang on just a second. Um, what do you mean that you're, you're, you're watching them and uh, you, you, you're going to – Well, uh, I, I, I'm just saying you know, that people should, should watch what they do. That's all. What do you mean they, they should watch what they do? I mean that. Well, every every action has a consequence. I think we, you you learn that when you're a child, right? And and if you know if, if you were to not vote for Evan McMullen, <laughs> you know we, we we would we would know about that. You would know about and 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 there are consequences to 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 our actions. See, this is the kind of thing that I would you think. Know? That people would kind of go, wait a minute, I don't think I want a CIA guy, you know, in the Senate. But, well, he'll, he'll, he will know if you didn't vote for him. That's all we're saying. Is he like and, Santa Claus or does he have connections? Well, again, when you, when Santa Claus knows uh, if you've been good or bad, he right. knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, right. and he also has half the information about you than Evan McDonald does. <laughs> so... Just think about okay. it. Look, no, right. hey, look, if you're a Utah voter, you want to vote for Mike Lee, you can do that. But that make you, you, know, any... you People could also vote for against Saddam Hussein. Right. You know, who knows? See, I mean, th this goes again. Uh, Ellen McMuffin has been saying that Mike Lee is, in so many words, an extremist. He is an extremist, Glenn. He is an extremist. Yeah, we've been looking into his activity. You... <laughs> and wow, you have this guy's extreme. Want to, want to have some examples of that? Yeah, I would. Um, uh, you ever hear of a potato? What? You ever hear of a, a potato? Of a potato, yes, yeah, I Yeah, you know have, what Mike yeah. Lee does with them? No. He cuts them up into, into little sticks, and he fries them in boiling oil, <laughs> and then a, he applies, it's a, a, it's a, a, he applies a, a rock of some sort in small white crystals, and then dips them in tomatoes and vinegar. Okay, so... <laughs> So, How about so, chocolate? So, 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 How does Mike Lee eat it? He doesn't. He heats it and then drinks it. He drinks hot chocolate, Glenn. 
All right. Okay. Okay. And by the way, before I go, (laughs) I just wanted to thank you for your constant and continual support of Evan McMullen. Your your endorsement here in Utah has meant so much. Yeah, I I haven't endorsed him. um, And I just wanted to say, well, you haven't endorsed him. That's true. But you have helped our campaign quite a bit because you keep calling him Ellen McMuffin. And we've done a lot of research on on Evan McMullen, and we've realized really nobody likes him. (laughs) That's one of the central things we've learned in our research. Really? Um, But the best testing part of our entire campaign is that his name sounds like McMuffin. That's the only thing we can find that's wow. positive. People like that's, Ed McMuffins, wow, that's, and they like Ellen. Right. So you're calling them Ellen McMuffin. You are helping our campaign much more right. than okay, you right. Thank you very, thank you very much. Uh, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Here's a uh, hey Stu. Just uh, just yeah, came, my Patriot Supply in. is great. Glenn, yeah, you're right. We just we just we missed you. You missed a great call just a second ago. Anyway, um, my Patriot Supply, uh, they have emergency food supplies. And gosh, if, if you don't think there could be a disruption at your grocery store, if you don't think that there could be an emergency, I mean, the news is talking about nuclear war with Russia. What else that we thought that'll never happen can happen? I would suggest that maybe you get yourself in order with uh, some food that you you can keep and you can actually eat and it's nutritious for you and your family. 2,000 calories a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drink, snacks. It's all from My Patriot Supply. Get a three-month supply for every member of your family. It's My Patriot Supply. You can go to preparewithglenn.com and grab your 20% discount. That's preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're uh, you're glad you're here. So in today's um, in today's newsletter, which is uh, really my show prep, you get it every day, uh, every morning it's sent out. It is my show prep that I look at starting about five o'clock every morning, and uh, as I'm reading through it, uh, I decided about three months ago that I thought it was a good idea to make this available to you. It's raw uh, show prep. So what makes it onto the show every day comes from there. But there is so much that doesn't that I think is really important. And then there's also little trivia things in there like um, uh, this day in the show in history. And uh, today, there it, I completely forgot about this. There I made a time capsule uh, on the day of my son's birth. Now it's 18 years ago. It was made to open on 2024, but listen to just a little bit of of this. So the following two hours, time capsule for my son. Rafe, here is what America was like on the day you were born, the 21st of September, 2004. We were near the end of one of the most heated presidential races of all time. It was the most important election of my life at that time, one that I thought was a crossroads for America. Trivia question for you, Rafe. 
Here it is. Do you know who ran against George W. Bush in 2004? His name was John Kerry. He was a senator. He didn't really have, at least at the time of your birth, a real message. The people that were supporting him really were all about hating George W. Bush. Well, my perspective, son, at this time is because George W. Bush had a spine and he was making tough choices. Tough choices sometimes have to be made. Most people don't want to make them. Stop. Um, we're going to open this up uh, fully on in 2024, uh, which is the year the time capsule was made for, 20 years down the road. I'm, I'm really anxious. I have no idea what I said, what's even in it. <laughs> I know. Uh, it could be crazy. Most likely it is crazy. It was you, right? But yeah, okay. even... <laughs> But even just that, I'm, I can imagine I'm not going to agree with myself from 20 years ago. It's going to be fascinating. Time capsule sealed for two more years. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk about Grip6. Grip6. Man, I tell you, um, they are, they make the best socks. Have you ever had wool socks? And they usually, you think about them for the winter and they usually kind of sag down on your on your yeah, ankles. and like scratchy yeah, and scratchy. uncomfortable and thick. This is not what Grip 6 has for socks. These are the best in socks and guaranteed for life. Think of that. Mm. How many socks do you have that get holes in it? These guys so believe in their socks. They're wool, so they're not scratchy. This is really good wool. Uh, all made here in America. And it it's... I mean, it's uh, it's so stretchy. I've never seen wool like this before, and it's the way they weave them here in America that makes them like that. Uh, it is an American product, made in America, designed in America, thought of in America, and uh, the best socks you can get. Grip Six. Put your trust in hard-earned money in a company that does it right, right here in America. Uh, Grip6.com slash Beck. Grip6.com slash Beck. You know what I love? More than life itself, politics. I could just live in Washington and play politics my whole life. Because it's the game of politics is so fun. For instance, Letitia James, while she's running, she makes a promise that she's going to get him. She's running, she was running for the New York Attorney General Office. And you know New York, 
They hate Donald Trump. Wait a minute. They loved him. Oh, yeah, but then he started doing politics, and now he's the most despicable uh, nuclear uh, accident ever to happen in public office, of course. So she says, I'm going to get him. Here's her campaign promises. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the Ah, well, he does know her name. Now, you should know her name because she is suing him. (laughs) I can't wait to tell you about this in 60 seconds. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, it is most likely because you're the type of person that believes in personal responsibility, that uh, you are going to take care of your family. You are responsible for the things that are happening in your life. And if you're not, you don't whine about it. You uh, you find a way to get through it. Well, that's what we're going to do with the coming economic troubles that we have. Find a way through it. Now, if you have especially high interest credit cards or you have an adjustable mortgage, get out of that, please. American Financing can help you at uh, 800-906-2440. Just go to AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. American Financing, they've been in business for 25 years, and they have been helping people just like you. They do not work for the banks. They work for you. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. we know... We know the Attorney General from New York, Letitia James, has been investigating Donald Trump now for three years. Three years. And here's what they've come up with. And she's going to sue. Now, she, she can't prosecute because it, it has to be a civil suit because she didn't really find anything there except... He might have been misleading the banks. Mm -hmm. Now, she's suing not only him, but his uh, two sons and daughter. Um, I don't know what they had to do with this, but she's going to get them. So she's filing a civil suit that says he lied. No, he misrepresented his holdings to the banks. He was going in for a loan. And Donald Trump does something that he never, ever does. I'm the richest, greatest person of all time. (laughs) Yeah, that's how he represented himself. My apartment is the most beautiful, spacious, most expensive apartment of all time. Of course, I I mean, I I got nothing to back that up. I'm not presenting. I'm just telling you right now, it's $300 million. It's great, fabulous. Okay. All right. So what did the poor bankers do? The poor bankers, they had to believe that his apartment there in New York, just down the street from the bank, that that apartment was worth $300 million because that's what he said. Now, he said, again, there was no appraisal done on it. But I mean, what does that even mean? The word appraisal to a banker? They don't know what that means. And then they gave him the loan. What? That's what she found. 
That's what she found. And then we should also mention back, he paid the loan back with interest. So they made a large yeah. profit. Okay. That's the All right. Scandal. Now, <clears throat> I know predatory lending was happening at the bank. Was it? No, no. You know, mm. in 08. Oh, okay. Predatory Got lending. It. That was the big thing. Predatory lending was happening at the bank where they would just get these hapless dupes. Now they'd hunt them down and give them large portions of money. Yes, to pay for things they wanted. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. No, they didn't hunt them down. I mean, they well, you they would have to in. come into the bank and apply. But at some point, the, I'm pretty sure the person who wanted to borrow ran out in fear because they didn't want the, the rates yeah. that they agreed to, and so they sure. ran out and then they chased them down in the streets and held them down and made them sign something Correct. like that. Happened. Fauci had to be involved in Probably. some way or not because Fauci is a good guy. I'm forgetting which side we're supposed to be on now. Mm. Um, all right, so uh, predatory lending. Now, this is predatory borrowing. You're going in to a hapless bank, and you're dealing with a hapless banker who knows how good he is. You're just Donald Trump, you know, and you're going into your bank, and you have accounts there. And you're famous and they know who you are. So you're probably just getting whoever is next in line, you know, at the loan desk. And uh, and so he comes in and he says crazy things. That's what he tells the bank. He says these crazy things to the bank. And this poor banker, he doesn't know what's true, what's not. He doesn't have any way to. Well, is his is his house really worth that? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Hmm. Hmm. Especially when he says there was no official appraisal done. That would mean I'll break it down for the bankers that are listening. Us little folk know about this before you buy a house or before you, you know, borrow against it or whatever. There has to be an appraisal. You know what I mean? I can't just walk into a bank and go, hey, my house is worth a billion dollars. They'll figure it out. But I go to different banks than someone like Donald Trump would go to. You know what I mean? They don't know how to figure that stuff out. Right. <laughs> Here's the point of all of this. Three years of investigation, and this is what they have. I want to say the most incredible thing, even to me, and I've said this to his face. Donald Trump is easily the most investigated human being okay. In all of history, maybe even more than Jesus. Because they didn't have spy agencies back then. But they have investigated this guy with guaranteed every intelligence agency in the world. Our FBI, our CIA, NSA, MI5, all of them. I think even the Gestapo came back and were like, I'm dead, but I think maybe we should investigate him because I hate him. He's given us Nazis a, a bad name. So everyone invested and they they weren't like, hey, just give me the you know, give me the scoop on this guy. They were looking for things to bring him down. And this is what they have. Or they have to make things up. Ah, uh, he peed on a hooker. Huh. This is the amazing statement. 
I think this guy may be the cleanest guy in, on the planet. I, I, I can say this. I think he is for sure the cleanest guy ever to be involved with construction in New York. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, so you want to build a building here. I mean, oh, I'd hate to see this tied up, you know, or the unions maybe not coming to work today. I, I don't know what to say. Don, I'd like to help you, but uh, just. Okay, come on. We all know that happens. No, the mob isn't real. <laughs> we all know that happens. They can't get that on this guy. And he built buildings like in 10 minutes. <gasps> Maybe they're made of paper. Maybe they're not even safe. I just can't believe we're going down this road again. Is this really happening again? How many times? I feel like I'm watching the 900th parental DNA test on Maury Povich. Okay, so it's like it's like how many times do we have to go through this? Okay, so let me let me turn it around for you, because right now I'm thinking to myself, when is anybody on the left going to understand? And it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. And it's not going to happen. Not because you don't want it to happen. Not because you haven't tried to make it happen. Not because you haven't looked hard enough. You've looked. At some point, you got to go, I can't believe I'm saying it, but a guy is clean. Okay? And I think to myself, when I saw this, I'm like, really? Three years of investigation in New York. And this is all you you came up with. Wow. She had to say something, right? She, she had went to through say three something. years of investigation. Right. She had to say something. Right. You know, we saw what happened in, in the other New York investigation where they just said, yeah, we don't have anything. We're just going to stop. Right. And that was a scandal. Correct. Like, if you don't come up with something, you're involved in a scandal. So you have to say something. She comes up with this, and it's like, I just, I mean, it's, as you point out, there's these these statements were not audited at, at any point. Uh, you know, I just, he paid, he got the loans with a long-standing business relationship with most of these banks anyway. The, the, the loans came through. He paid them back with interest. They all Boy, made it's a pro- boring story. I mean, it's a really boring, really boring story. story. And the way she presented it, she tried so hard to make it exciting. Oh, I know. It was really fun to watch. Um, we have, let's play a little of that. And then I have to come back and tell you what I've learned from this. The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. Wow. How, how Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly. Can you stop for just a second? I, Stu. The overpronunciation I, is so funny. Oh, I know. I could, I, could I just ask you, though, I don't think he cheated the banks by any stretch of the imagination. Again, not audited. Not nothing was nothing was legally binding here of what he said. That's him. That's what he does. Oh, I you should see my Honda. It's the greatest Honda ever. It's the most expensive <laughs> Honda you can ever buy. Come on. Okay. So that's what he does. So there was no crime committed here. But let's just say there was. If there was, she would have been prosecuting him for a crime. So there's no crime here. But let's just well, she dream. Turn from- it, she turned it into other people to let them prosecute it. Yeah, that's that was her big step. So let me ask you this, Stu. Let's dream a dream that he did 
cheat the banks. Mm-hmm. So they're, uh, I mean, I still think, I hope that it's less than 50% of me, but uh, maybe not. That's kind of like, get them done. Screw the big banks. <laughs> this is kind of part of me is like, yeah, good for them. Oh, you didn't catch that. You believed his apartment was worth $300 million. I mean, they, they one of the accusations is he he listed it at something like 60,000 square feet. And it's really like, a, or maybe it's 30,000 square feet. And it's only 11,000 square feet. Now, obviously, if they cared, any you can look up, look, you can look up in property records how big an apartment is it's not hard to figure out and and how did how how were we served an injustice how did I we I, they're just reaching really possible right i mean I, he paid it off the bank is happy he's look, happy everybody's happy he didn't break a law what are you talking about now they she's saying that she thinks he did break a law and they're trying to get someone else to prosecute right. it. okay so but, but but I, I, to be clear, but then how does his daughter get involved? I don't, in I don't know. It's so stupid. <laughs> but like what I keep coming back to on a lot of this stuff, especially this, the stuff they've tried to dig up on him in New York is if let's just say all of this is true for a second. Right. Like, let's say he misrepresented, you know, how much his properties were, were worth. Like, what is the end of the story? The end of the story is what he pays a fine. Like I, we, we, you guys are letting pedophiles out of prison every day. <laughs> you guys are bailing out people, burning oh, I, down cities. Yeah. You care about whether he misrepresented how much his apartment cost? <laughs> <laughs> are we really supposed to believe that? No, no, no. Try, try this. Try this. Feds just charged forty-seven in alleged scheme to steal two hundred and fifty million dollars from the pandemic food program. Mm. This government. Was paying scammers two hundred and fifty. I think it's two hundred forty yeah, million. We're, get, we're 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 making the greatest meals ever. I don't know. I think that's one you can point out and say, yeah, there seems to be a a real problem. How about the people that use their PPP loan to 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 bail out their business that they didn't own because they were in prison? I mean. Really? Really? How about this one? Because uh, it just goes back to her state, Letitia James' James's state. You, the, the, the Minnesota story I think you mentioned was $240 million, oh, I believe. Oh, sorry. 240. The reason why I know that is because uh, in New York, $250 million uh, were spent on tech to fight COVID that no one uses, including 8,555 ventilators at a cost of $166 million, 1,179 x-ray machines for $86 million. They're now stacked in warehouses across New York with no plans to distribute them or put them to any immediate use. I also... I need an x-ray machine, remember? For oh, that's my, right. Yeah, for my, my doomsday scenario. Your home surgery uh, my kit. My home surgery. I have a home <laughs> surgery kit, and yeah. it's a little more upscale than Operation, the game, okay? A it's little not bit. by Milton Bradley, mm. but I need an x-ray machine. How do I get me one of them? Mm, you could probably... They're, they're available. <laughs> How about... Uh, remember when in the middle of the scandal, uh, or the middle of the COVID stuff, Andrew Cuomo came out doing his big press conferences... Mm-hmm. 
and and yelling at capitalists for charging too much for hand sanitizer on on Amazon. Remember this whole mm-hmm. scandal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did this big show where he said, "All right, we built. We're gonna make, we're hand, make sans, hand sanitizer with New York hand sanitizer right, with slave labor from prison camps." Yeah, and uh, which is basically what they said they were gonna do. Right. We, he said it smelled like lilac and hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. And then he said uh, he was uh, going to make all this. Now, of course, we found out later he didn't actually make the hand sanitizer. They only bottled it. The actual prisoners bottled the hand sanitizer. What's the update on that story? What happened with all of that? Remember how... Because hand sanitizer wound up being available pretty soon afterward, as far as I remember. Here's the end of that story. Ready? New York is already starting to dispose of 700,000 gallons of expired hand sanitizer made in 2020 by people serving time in New York prisons. A process that will take 44 weeks to complete by shipping a whopping 168 trailer loads 130 miles from Utica to Rochester at a cost of $2.3 million. It's going to cost them $2.3 million to throw out the hand sanitizer they made after that press conference, which was universally praised by the media. But let's worry what happened to uh, J.P. Morgan Chase because they believed it's the most beautiful, spacious, billion uh, square acre apartment in all of New York. Um, (laughs) It's crazy. I mean, it is... It's a mental disorder. At this point, it's a mental disorder. Mm. Let me talk to you about uh, inflammation. The word sounds uh, really uncomfortable and unpleasant. A lot of people in the world suffer from frequent pain, and inflammation is usually the thing causing it. Inside your body, joints begin to swell. The next thing you know, you have pain radiating outward from all different sources in your body. And I will tell you also, Inflammation causes a lot of our sickness as well. Ibuprofen has never worked for me. Never. Take some ibuprofen. Okay, I'm just going to go eat a handful of rocks because it will do just about as much. Um, Inflammation can be stopped in your body. It has been stopped in mine with relief factor. Ibuprofen doesn't work, but that attacks your inflammation in one way. Relief Factor goes at it four different directions, and that's why more people find relief from Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4, the number 4, Relief. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number 4, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. By the way, Glenn, there's one other part of the story I want to make sure you're aware of when it comes to New York and how they spent all of our COVID money. Mm. Of course, that the result of this was thousands of people dying in nursing homes, but that's a whole different situation. They're still spending money on COVID, even though the pandemic is over. No, the White House disagrees with yeah, the White House. They dis- White House of two days ago yeah. uh, disagrees with the one They're from one day ago. The, the, the president that was in the White House... Long time ago. Right. Absolutely well, wrong. As we know, all policies are different when you're walking through an auto show. That's what we learned. Yeah, that's what he was he's doing. just walking through an auto show. Yeah. Right? He you just, can't take anything That's he all he was doing is walking through with 60 minutes. <laughs> right. But <laughs> they're still spending money in New York on, mm-hmm. on this COVID relief program. And it, they have a $40 million contract for 
for uh, keeping um, this particular program going. What's I, what's fascinating about it is they spent all this money, hundreds of millions of dollars, on equipment they didn't use and the hand sanitizer they didn't use. They now have a $40 million contract, and the contract supplies people to the warehouses to guard all of the extra stuff that oh they bought my. that they're never going to use. Because they can't leave it there because people like you will take it for their home surgery I kits. I would never steal it. I'll <laughs> buy it at a low, low price. <laughs> but no, they have to protect it with people at $40 million. More taxes than you'll ever pay in your entire life for most people, times 10. And they're spending it on that. The Glenn Beck Program. But no investigate because there's nothing to see nothing here. Nothing to see here. Jason wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. I have a nine-year-old Great Dane with a thyroid problem. Why am I just thinking of an enormous dog with Barbara Bush's head? No, she didn't have thyroid. She had, what was the one that makes your eyes pop? Graves' disease. She had Graves' disease. Don't anyway, um, he, he said, this is such a stupid, ridiculous. How did I ever get this job? The world may never know. Um, yes, actually, I'm a CIA plant. She can't take her medicine because it makes her throw up constantly. This is talking about the Great Dane. Um, it, before I tried Rough Green, she slept 23 hours a day. I cannot believe the difference. She's more active. She even jumped on my shoulders twice in the last week. Wow. She hadn't been able to do that in years. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Please try this with your dog. I saw a huge difference with my dog. It has all of the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants that you need. It's not a dog food. You sprinkle it on your dog's food. They love it. Get your first trial bag for free. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. And subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Uh, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I'm glad that you're uh, here. Uh, Scott Adams, we just reached out to Scott uh, and uh, asked him to come on and talk about Dilbert. He's like, no, nah, don't think I'm going to. No, don't think I'm going to fish in that water today. Uh, Dilbert has been uh, canceled by 77 newspapers. Now, the newspapers say we're just getting rid of the, you know, Prince Valiant kind of comics. Okay, Dilbert's kind of a big deal. Now, if you're cutting your comics, fine. But really, Dilbert, and you're going to leave Snoopy? I'm just saying. Even when I was a kid, I never never found the Charlie Brown comics funny. You? I like Charlie Brown. I like like Snoopy, but it was never hilarious. That's not. No, it didn't seem to be the point of it. And and Dilbert, I don't find hilarious. I just find it. Uh, a, a great social commentary. Yeah, that seems you know? to be what it is. Right? Yeah. So uh, here's one of the comics that he's just started. He just added a new character, Dave. Uh, and so Dave is sitting with his, Dave is black, by the way, sitting with his white boss. And it says, Dave, I need to boost our company's ESG rating. So I'm promoting you to be our CTO. And I know you identify as white, so that won't help our ESG scores, but would it be too much trouble to ask you to identify as gay? <laughs> and Dave responds, depends on how hard you want me to sell it. And his boss responds, just wear better shirts. 
I mean, that's funny, yeah. right? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, and so we're not sure uh, why uh, Dilbert has been removed from almost 80 different markets. But the bigger question is, did you know there are still newspapers? I didn't know. Hmm. I didn't know that. That confirmed? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I, no, I All just. Right. Uh, seriously, do you know anybody outside of outside of business people reading the Wall Street Journal? And I don't even know if they read that anymore. And well, they uh, read it. They just read it online. You read it online. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know anybody that sits down, sits down at the breakfast? Honey, thank you very much for the eggs and toast and bacon and hash browns you just uh, cooked. I'm just going to read the uh, just going to read the sports section and the business section of today's local newspaper. Do you know anybody? Do you know anybody that actually goes to their local paper and reads up on what's really happening in the city? Again, some people go to their local website of the newspaper, but picking it up it's only people who enjoy that that uh, that routine, right? Like, for, like you know, you, I do. You, I, I was going to say, you buy your books largely, uh, you know, for your bookshelf and read them as physical books. A lot yeah. of people do that, even though. Look, the, I, my, one of my favorite one of my favorite things is Sundays. I used to read the Sunday Post, the Sunday Times, the New York Post. Uh, and another one I can't remember, but I would read uh, the Sunday papers, and it would take me hours to do it. And my hands would be completely black with ink by the time I finished. But I loved that. I loved There's that. There's something about that, yeah, like that routine, that, yeah. that, that, that exercise of doing it like that. I, it, there is something enjoyable about that, but it, it, it's not a very efficient way to consume news if what your goal is is to get as much news as, that is relevant as possible. Right. I mean, you're you're just flipping through basically at the whim of the editor who tells you which stories you're going to read in what order. And this is something we've tried to get away from. I don't know if people have noticed that. Mm-mm, I haven't. Noticed Internet that. has solved a lot of those problems. Really? Really? Because I, I thought those problems still existed. So you're saying that they don't put things at the top for you to read that. That's a really great. Now, just the Internet does it for us. Oh, the Internet. The key, okay, they so just the curate end. exactly what you're supposed to see okay. and delete everything you're not supposed to see. So it works out great. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good, good, good. Um, the uh, Glenn Youngkin has uh, has delivered on a campaign promise, <laughs> just like him, a Republican, to deliver on a campaign promise. He said schools can no longer keep kids' choices secret from their parents. When your kids can't trust the teacher... To keep one of the biggest secrets of your life from your legal parents and legal guardians. Who can you trust? Who can you trust? My gosh, I wish, I wish my kids could keep all secrets from me. Actually, I kind of do. There's part of me that's. There's some things lately I'm like, yeah, I wish I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Glenn Young, can, can you go just tell a teacher that? I don't really yeah. want to hear that. Yeah. Move, move on. Um, schools can no longer keep kids' choices secret from their parents. Gone are the rights to compete in sport as your 
ID, gender. So I'm a I'm a kid. Uh, You're a 45 year old man. Nope. I'm a kid. I want to play in kids baseball. I'm a chick. And uh, I really want to swim. I've been thinking about swimming. Um, You can't do that anymore. Gosh. Same for bathrooms. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I identify as a woman. Sure, sure, sure. Can't go in and shower with the girls anymore. Man. Father-daughter dances. No longer verboten. Yes. You will not dance with your daughter! Um, so the New York Post or the New York Times and the Washington Post have, of course, said it's rolling back the rights. I mean, we're going back to caveman days when there were father daughter dances and boys couldn't shower with girls in the locker room at high school. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Yeah, so much of this is how it's presented. Yeah, I was listening to a, a podcast, a mainstream media podcast, and, and they were covering two different stories. One was the story in Iran where women are being murdered for, for not wearing their hijab correctly, mm-hmm. right? The protests going on in the street. And the other one was uh, that Texas and Florida are quote unquote banning books and not allowing uh, the, you know, sexual stories to be told to teenagers or, or excuse me children uh you know in you mean, florida it was the wait, don't wait. say gay thing up to three third grade you you mean like like 75 percent of americans say yeah they shouldn't be reading that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. this is okay. exactly where i was going because right. you listen to the story about iran mm-hmm. and it's presented in a very specific way we say this is supposed to be just a news story right but mm-hmm. it's not right the the iran story is presented in a way that signifies to the entire audience, we all know what's right and wrong here, right? We all understand it. Yep. 90% of people agree that trying to that imprisoning and murdering someone over their incorrect usage of a hijab is a pretty freaking terrible policy. And we all support the people who are fighting back against the Iranian government, protesting in the streets. Yes. Like, and it's presented that way. And of course, correctly, right? We all do agree on that, at least most of us. It's probably a 90-10 issue in the United States, right? I think it's probably more than that. Maybe it's 95-5, right? Everybody supports it. Then you listen to their coverage of, quote-unquote, banning books in children's libraries, uh, books with explicit content and all of these things. And you listen to that story, and it's presented the exact same way. Yes. That... It is a 95-5 issue. Everyone understands that but, pulling these books out of children's libraries is wrong. Right. It's this terrible thing that evil Republicans are doing. No one can believe they're doing it. Can you believe these poor librarians who have to go through all this when at the same time, the actual polling comes out on this issue and it's 70 to 27 in the opposite direction? Right. So oh. wait a minute. Wait a minute. The difference here is they're telling the full story in Iran. They're telling... About the, you know, mm-hmm. moral police that came in, yeah. took this woman off a subway and died in her custody, in their custody. But, you know, the the uh, reports are that she may have been beaten to death. OK, mm-hmm. so everybody's clear on that. They'll tell you that part of the story. What NPR and all these other mainstream uh, media places, they will give you the same tone and the same conclusion but they leave the part out 
that we don't all agree on. In fact, the majority disagrees. Mm-hmm. When you see the the garbage and the sexual content that is being peddled to our kids, literally, if I took it to a playground and I said, hey, kids, you want a book? Read this. I'd be arrested. CNN did a segment on one of these books just yesterday that was, quote unquote, banned in children's libraries, and they would not show correct content. Correct. To a CNN audience, they would not show the content. Yet they will they will argue that it should be shown to children. Right. Right. And then act as if there's universal consensus over this. We all should just understand which side of this is right and which side of this is wrong. And there's plenty of room. Like if there was a if there's an issue where like, for example, I, I'll do a show when we've done shows before where we will say we shouldn't raise the minimum wage. Raising the minimum wage in America is a very popular policy. You know, something like 80 percent of people support raising the minimum wage. But when we cover that, we don't sit here and say, oh, by the way, everyone understands we're 100 percent right on this. We'll say, look, a lot of people believe this. Here's what they believe. Here's why they're wrong. Like we will say and we're opinion guys, but we will say, hey. We understand what this looks like to a lot of people, and they, everybody wants, they want to say to raise the minimum wage, here's why it doesn't work economically, right? We'll present it in a way but that they says, can't, but they, they can't, can't do that. They can't do that. They can't do that. And so they don't. The, the reason why they can't explain it is because they want people to believe that it is extremists who are against this. Yep. Even but, though the, a lot of the audience that's watching, watching them, that if poll, they actually saw the book, the audience, there's no reason you can't show that book on on uh, cable TV. Yeah. can't show it on network TV, but you can show it online. You can show it uh, on cable TV, especially in a news setting. If I were on Fox, I would have been showing that. Now, they would have yelled at me, but I would have done it anyway. And they would have yelled at me because they would have said, do you know how many people were offended by that? My response would have been, good. They should see it so they know what we're talking about. But CNN, who can do it, knows it's so far out of line with the mainstream mm-hmm. Democrat that they won't show it. And then they build this case because you think you do agree with CNN if you're a mainstream Democrat. You're watching it and you're like, yeah, well... They're on my side. I'm on their side. So they know it is just these extremists that are doing it without showing you or telling you what really is going on. It's I mean, there's no other way to describe it other than propaganda and evil. Pick. I personally believe it's both. Back in a minute. You get health insurance for important reasons. Uh, the last thing you want, and you know, needing medical care is knowing that you're going to pay through the nose for it. Well, the same applies to your car when your warranty runs out. That's why we have warranties. Jeez, what's wrong with a car? But the thing is, when we get warranties, we never, I mean, I wouldn't mind it if the warranty didn't cover the first two years. You know, and then the warranty kicks in for the next four that I would do because I know the warranty is it it runs out in four years because that's about when everything starts to wear out. Anyway, car repairs are expensive across the board. You don't want to be stuck with a huge bill. You don't have to be if you have CarShield. 
When your car breaks down, I have car shield on my trucks. I have old trucks that I want to drive until the doors fall off. Um, they have saved my butt twice, twice just on my uh, my farm trucks. Get coverage like I did. Carshield.com slash Beck. Carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. Save 10% on your plan. It's Carshield.com slash Beck. 800-391-8888. Save 10%. Carshield.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stacey Abrams, I have a few things to say about science coming up in just a minute. Um, you don't want to miss that. Uh, Dr. Abrams? Yes. The uh, governor? Yeah. <laughs> Stu. Yes. You have said several times that you've been watching... Uh, <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale? The Handmaid's yes. Tale. And I don't understand it. I've tried to watch it. I, it does. I, it doesn't a, appeal to me at all. It's incredibly well done. I mean, it's very well acted and, you know, incredibly well shot. They spent a lot of money on it. And, you know, because there's political associations, I think now a lot of people on the right are like, I can, I'm not going to watch that. But it, the, I just didn't like, uh, I don't know. It's horror. It's very difficult to watch at times because it's brutal and, and it's not something that you want to necessarily consume. But at its core, it's essentially a story about a war. It's a war story. It's a, it's, there's a revolution in America where a new country rises and takes over part of America. I mean, what was this? What was the book that came out, or the uh, the movie that came out on Amazon a while ago, where like yeah, Hitler yeah, yeah. actually won? Yeah, and I like, like that one. yeah, it's that it's that type of story. Fundamentally, it's just been turned it into very have Nazis political. In it. I mean, Nazis are just the greatest bad guys ever. They are. They are the yeah. ultimate bad guy. This is more of like a, a theocracy essentially rises right. in America, but, but it's I mean, really brutal to women. To women, yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, it's mostly I would think I, mostly women. Watching it and people who hang out at the Supreme Court, uh, you know, in the robes all the time, every time a Republican <laughs> makes a decision. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's hard to understand how how it's all women, because, it, man, it is, it, you know, you see a lot of brutal movies and terrible yeah, things yeah, yeah. happening, but it's usually dudes. It's usually the dudes getting the worst of it, you know, like it's just, yeah. you know, usually the dudes are getting murdered. The dudes are getting, you know, in the War Game movies, of Thrones, Game a lot of, of dude, yeah. a lot of dude dismemberment. You know, it's not like that in, in Handmaid's Tale. It's really hard to watch at times. It, there's a there's a decent amount but on my like end it? of fast forwarding. I just I can't watch those. There's certain scenes I can't I can't watch. But, I you know, I'm just a I'm but a Lisa does. Lisa loves it. It's her favorite show by like 100 miles. She freaking loves the show. I mean, right now it's basically just a, a, a revenge fantasy with this girl going around and Lisa and, scares me. Oh yeah, she's coming for you. She told me. Did I mention she told me to tell you that? She's. I don't know what it was about. She just said she's coming. Tell Glenn I'm coming for him. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. All right. Stacey Abrams, we're coming to your door to the inform you of some medical things next. Uh, all right. Let me talk to you a little bit about Strive Asset Management. Your money, your money is being used to destroy America. Your money. You just don't know about it. This is why Strive has launched a new U.S. energy index fund traded on the New York Stock Exchange. It's called DRLL or drill. Strive mandates that U.S. energy companies drill more, frack more, do whatever allows them to be most profitable over the long run. Strive funds. The bigger they get, the more powerful their voice will be. 
uh, get a prospectus or a summary prospectus on with this and other information about the fund, just call 855-427-7360 or visit the website at strivefunds.com. Read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing because investment involves risk and principal losses. Possible Strive ETFs are distributed by Quasar. you to know i'm a doctor okay i don't play one on tv i'm a doctor man i have my doctorate in humanities which i'm pretty sure means that i could operate on any human being whatever is happening with humans i can take care of it so you need a podiatrist you need a psychiatrist you need a heart surgeon i'm pretty sure i can do it all uh so i come from a place of experience but I would like to uh, point out to Stacey Abrams, who I do not believe is a doctor of anything. She claims the six-week heartbeat is manufactured sound to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. Man, she's on to us, gang. The ultrasound, it's just an evil magic box. And uh, we're going to talk to Stacy about that. I'm going to talk slowly, too, so she can understand every word of it. We'll talk about that evil magic box and how evil men are. <laughs> Just trying to trap women into pregnancy all the time in 60 seconds. The convenience of the modern American life sometimes complicates our efforts to maintain our daily values. For instance, not all that long ago, if you wanted to have a good cell phone coverage, you had to go with the big boys, companies like Verizon. You didn't have really choice. Even if you knew they were donating to causes like Planned Parenthood, you're like, well, I gotta have a phone, so, oh well. Now, you don't have to have that. You don't, you don't have to have some of your money sent to Planned Parenthood. And that's what happens with Verizon. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They're not sending any of your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America. They actually spend their own time and their own money working for the causes that you believe in. The First Amendment, Second Amendment, even the Third Amendment. You know, quartering of soldiers, still kind of a big deal. Um, Patriot Mobile is there. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service, and they're there for the Constitution. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. So Stacey Abrams says there's no such thing 
as a fetal heartbeat at six weeks. That's weird. Because I know there's a fetal heartbeat on the on the uh, sixth week, the seventh week, uh, the eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, all the way, still heartbeat. Even now, I still have a heartbeat. It's weird. It's not fetal, but I still have a heartbeat. So no such thing as a fetal heartbeat in six weeks. Not true, says she. Now, she says that this is a manufactured sound. If you haven't heard a fetal heartbeat, here is a fetal heartbeat from... Okay, what is that sound? What is that sound? Fetal heartbeat? No. No, that is, that is the sound you hear at a cheap motel. <laughs> Something's going on in the room up above. Listen to it again. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. That's what it is. That's what it is. And we put them into this magic box. Okay. We just, we go and we tape from seedy motels. We tape the goings on in other rooms and we put it in this magic box. And then just because we're trying to get rid of the hand sanitizer that, uh, that uh, New York had that's all expired now that they bought with taxpayer money. We take that sanitizer. That's what it is. As you say, it's a gel, but you just wipe that all over a woman's <laughs> belly. And then you take the magic stick. And on that magic stick, when you position it right, you hit a little switch and it makes the magic box play what you recorded at the motel. That's science for you. That's Stacey That's Abrams' science. branded science. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's manu... I'm quoting. It, do, we have, do we have her actually saying this in audio? Here, here she is. There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, I thought it was a big deal that she thought she was the governor, um, you know, when she wasn't the governor. And then she had this uh, amazing turnaround where she said she never said that. I thought that was kind of amazing. This is for people who follow the science. Now, I don't know if you follow the science, but for people who follow the science, I'm pretty sure that's not a manufactured sound. I'm pretty sure... What that is, is a heartbeat. Now, I'm only saying that because that's what science tells us. Hmm. Uh, and the evil magic box, I don't know if I trust it anymore. Well, the, the, the evil magic box was designed by men. You know, men Probably. who wanted to take... I mean, what was the quote? That men have the... It was a sound designed design to, to convince people, people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. Amen. What a weird see like what what so, a strange look, view of, I just, of the world. Can I just tell you as a man as a man uh and you know let's say a dirtbag man the 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 worst side of me as a man. If I'm if I'm getting women pregnant and I have no desire to settle down. Pfft, yeah. Can I drive you there? How can I pay for that abortion? Okay, guys would be 
all in for that. That is much better than having a child with a woman you were just sleeping with and you don't really want to have a relationship. And then that kid comes knocking on your door going, Daddy! Men would rather have, you have, an abortion. That's what makes sense to me. How? I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand. You think men, if they designed the machine, would make it sound like nothing because they want to be able to get out of whatever weird night they had last night. I could be a cancerous growth. I could be a cancerous growth. I may be a tumor. I may be a tumor. That's what it would say. This is, of course, why so many on the left oppose the policy of having ultrasounds before the abortions. Yes. Because they know they'll hear the heartbeat. They will see uh, if if there's a, a, you know, the the scan to see. They can see the movement. They can see the baby formed when people are. And it's 80 percent. The mother is 80 percent more likely to have the baby than kill the baby. If she hears the heartbeat, they know this. So that's why she's not discrediting men. She's not just saying, I mean, she's absolutely wrong about men. We, we did that so you would have children. Don't think so. Um, So she's wrong about that. But what is she doing? She's discrediting the machine. I mean, in such yeah. a a neophyte way, it's almost like, well, I was at this airport, and I just had to tell him, look at how heavy that thing is. That's not going to be able to fly. They're putting you into a hypnosis <laughs> trap, trance, and they're saying they're flying you someplace. You're not actually going anywhere. They're putting a mind trick in so you think you went to your Cleveland office. I mean, this really is we never went to the moon level conspiracy. It is. It is. Right? You can see you can see it on the video. You can see the heart beating. You can hear it. This is what is going on. It's it, you know it's you a want, manufactured sound. If you want to defend abortion, go ahead and defend it. Defend what you're actually doing. Stop denying what you, what is reality. That's all you have to do. If this is such a great defensible policy, then just come out and defend it. But they never can. You notice, even after the Dobbs thing, they're not talking about abortion. They're talking about, well, what if you have an ectopic pregnancy? Well, what if a, a woman has a miscarriage? You can't get it removed. Like, first of all, that none of this has anything to do with the laws passed on abortion. But secondarily, you notice how they can't go to the actual thing they say was so I know, important? I know. They keep defending these other things that aren't true and are much uh, are a much totally you know different process uh, as we've been talking about. But like... If they really believe this was so defensible, they might occasionally defend it. That's why they were successful for a long time, because they said, look, you don't want somebody else making decisions for the woman and for the people involved. That's let the doctor and the woman figure this out. And we pray or we hope that it is rare But it has to be safe and legal. That's how they got you into the boat. Because that's how most people feel. Most people are not for abortion at the very end. They're not. But if if most people feel, 
okay, I don't know exactly when life begins. I mean, I think I do because the egg is alive and the sperm is alive. So it is life when they join. But you can argue about this back and forth. Most people feel like, hey, once it's, you know, kind of identifiably as a baby, then we should kill it. And they, they would say, I, I hope that it doesn't happen. But in cases of incest or rape or something like that, then, you know, go ahead. But it should be rare. But it should also be safe and legal. That was winning. Celebrate your abortions. I've had 1,800 abortions, and I loved everyone. I think it was my, well, it was my 300th. That's one I'll always remember that was so great that I celebrated at the time. I mean, that's where they lose everybody. And because they've celebrated their abortion and are losing regular people, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. What do they have to do? They now have to take the insane step of discrediting medical machines and technology. This is after two years, by the way, of them claiming the biggest scandal in the world was people saying the voting machines were hacked. After they had previously said that voting machines were hacked in previous elections, they lost. Uh, do Do a search real quick on Twitter, social media. Is Stacey Abrams, does she have... A warning that this is mis or disinformation uh, because this is important medical information, right? This is important medical information. She's saying that ultrasounds are not real, that the sound of the <laughs> baby true. is not real. <laughs> That's really what she's doing here. This is what she's and, saying. And this is a, a relatively recent thing from the left where they started calling it a flicker. Instead of a heartbeat. Remember that whole thing? The New York Times just called it a flicker in a random article. And we're like, wait, what a flicker? It's been a heartbeat. We've known it's a heartbeat. It's one of the, the most amazing moments of early pregnancy, right? You're there. Maybe your spouse is with you. You hear the heartbeat for the first time. It's an overwhelming emotional experience. It is. Or it's created by men to control women. Or it's just a a, a a mechanical sound now, of some sort. Now, this is, this is, honestly, gang, think this through. Because this is where life gets very scary. This is where you go to authoritarian rule. And you can kill millions of people. Because you're truly now discrediting things that everyone knows is true. Okay? So if you disagree with it, you can say that is an evil magic box that has made up sounds in it to convince people. If they will buy that, you're at the Salem witch trials. You're at the Salem witch trials. Well, if she doesn't float, she wasn't a witch. That's what you're looking at right now. And what's frightening is... She can say this with a straight face and no one discredits her from her own side. No one is saying today, you know, I was for Stacey Abrams and then I heard that. And that's just evil magic box stuff. That's witchcraft. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I can't support her. And this this is a this a woman who is delusional and has dangerous thinking. You know, we can't put her into a role 
of any kind of authority if she thinks this and she really believes this. And if not, she's just she doesn't care about lying. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that on the left. Not a soul. You don't think that they can convince those people that you are a terrorist because of the way you vote? Of course they can. They're so emboldened right now. She thinks she can get away with saying this and people in the audience don't laugh at her or stand up in that public setting and go, come on. Everyone on the panel nods in vigorous agreement. Their heads. You don't think they can convince half the country that you should be eliminated, liquidated, put into a camp, whatever authoritarians love to do. I got a news for you. I'd be saying the same exact thing if people on the right were doing this. We are headed towards dangerous, dangerous times. We better wake up and stand together because this is a frightening. It's hilarious. But because people are taking it seriously, it is a terrifying statement. Back in a minute. When was the last time you sat down with your kids and just looked through old photo albums together? It is one thing I really miss, photo albums. Because when I was growing up, we always had photo albums. And we had the photo albums where, you know, my sister's eyes were crossed. And we're like, (laughs) every year we look at her. She looks so stupid. Okay. You don't do that anymore because if somebody's eyes are crossed, you delete the picture. So now we just have this perfect view of everybody. And then we don't have the photo album. We just scroll on our phone. It's not the same, is it? All of the photo albums you had growing up, they are aging and they will disappear. Look at them. The photos are becoming less and less vibrant. If you have videotape that's 20 years old, not going to make it. It's not going to make it. It's already out of date. If you have something from the 90s, it really shouldn't even play anymore. Here's the thing. Legacy box is the answer and the simple answer of preserving all of those memories. I want you to go to LegacyBox.com and take advantage of the limited time offer of 40% off. Now, you don't have to send the box in. All you have to do is order it. They'll send you the box and then you take your time. So you get it now. Don't get it when you're ready. Get it now because it's 40% off. And discover the magic of bringing your past back into view anytime, anywhere. Take advantage of the exclusive offer today. Then use Legacy Box whenever you're ready. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 40%. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Here's why this matters. Here's why what people say matters. Um, We have John Fetterman. And John Fetterman, they're keeping in a basement. And they're going to, if he wins, they are going to prove that it doesn't matter what condition people are in. You know, they did it with Joe Biden. And they're still ignoring the fact that he's like, Um, With John Fetterman, it's really bad. The guy had a stroke 
And the reason why they say he can't really do any debates is because the lights, the noise, it will be too hard for him to concentrate on that one voice. Are you kidding me? What do you think the Senate's going to be like? So things matter. But also words and actions matter. He called to release all second degree murderers with life sentences. This is 2019. He was a lieutenant governor, chairman of the state's board of pardons. And he said uh, there are people that are serving life without parole for second degree murder. I hope we could lead to a, a conversation that would free close to 1200 people because that legacy never made sense. Now he's saying, I never said that. What are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? No, I, no. Hmm. Okay. Well, they're being taken out of context. Out of, how? How is it being taken out of context? He also said that he would ban fracking. Now he's saying, oh, no, I frack. I love fracking. I love fracking, 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 fracking. I liked freaking frack when I was a kid. I mean, fracking is my middle name. And I really believe that because I had a stroke. They, all of these Democrats are reversing their stances on big, very important things. And if the public is dumb enough to not see that they're doing it because all of the policies that they're doing are dangerous, reckless, un-American, and will destroy us. When they go for election and say, no, I'm a moderate, I'm not for any of these crazy things, and you buy into it, what happens in the, in his case, four years or six years of sitting there making laws when he doesn't believe in fracking, when he does believe in reimagining the police back program american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org we are entering a time and i know you know this i don't need to remind you we are entering a time of intense economic pressure right now warning signs are in the rear view mirror do not wait around for the economy to magically fix itself uh, by the way, on the blaze in two weeks, I think I bringing in experts who can explain what is what is the most likely worst case, most likely best case and what it means to you. I'll tell you about that as we get closer. But right now, you've got to take care of your financing. If you have a if you have anything but a fixed mortgage, if you have an adjustable mortgage, get the hell out of that fast. American Financing can help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. If you have credit cards you're paying even, even 17% interest on, those numbers are going to shoot through the roof. But it, you can pay it off, get from behind the eight ball, and it's much better to have 5% interest rate than 17 Do it now. AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Join the movement. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to play something from yesterday that Joe Biden said uh, about taxes, a global tax. Listen to this. Cut four. 
with partners in the Americas, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East, and the Indo-Pacific. We're working to build a new economic ecosystem where every nation, every nation gets a fair shot and economic growth is resilient, sustainable, and shared. That's why the United States has championed a global minimum tax, and we will work Stop. to see it implemented. You know what that means? That means trapping every business where they are. No one can move and get a better deal someplace else. That's what that means. Um, also, the bankers all met uh, with the uh, House yesterday, and um, the um, the Oversight Committee for uh, Finance and Banking Regulations they uh, they had. Uh, one guy who I just, I can't get enough of, um, uh, they had, uh, what, what's his name from, uh, Jamie Dimon from J.P. Morgan Chase. And he said something incredible. He said, no, no, we don't, we we're, we're don't have any policies that we would stop funding oil and gas. Really? Because ESG kind of sounds like one. Congressman uh, Barr is with us now. He's the Congressman Andy Barr from uh, Kentucky. He was there. Did you ask Jamie Dimon to explain ESG to you? Hey, Glenn. Uh, good to be on your program. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, we, we wanted to make sure that we talked to all of these leaders in finance about uh, their policies and whether or not uh, they were going to cave into the, the woke thinking on Wall Street uh, and be bullied by the Biden financial regulators and politicize the allocation of capital or whether they were going to defend free enterprise and the free flow of capital as it uh, as it is supposed to be efficiently allocated based on supply and demand. For your listeners who don't know, ESG uh, stands for Environmental and Social Governance, uh, which is a, a, a trendy uh, way in which the progressive left have weaponized uh, the banking system uh, to discriminate against uh, companies and causes that they don't like, that are unfashionable, uh, such as the fossil energy industry or the firearms manufacturing sector. Or, or trans, uh, you know, parents, you know, that are speaking out against trans issues or, you know, that you're Coca-Cola, you got to learn to be not so white, all of that stuff. That's E, that's, right. that's the S in ESG. Exactly. And this is a form of discriminatory lending. Uh, banks should uh, be making lending decisions based on objective risk-based metrics, not the standards of woke corporate cancel culture. And the Biden administration has weaponized financial regulators to steer investors into uh, these ESG funds. Uh, and uh, what uh, the American people need to know is that they may be unwittingly financing the agenda of the far left. And the result for retail investors, Glenn, is that they are now invested in higher fee, less diversified, and lower return investments. Uh, and only 21% FINRA, which is the self-regulatory organization for stockbrokers, in concert with the University of Chicago, they did a study, a survey of retail investors in America. And only 21% of 
of mom and pop investors saving for college, saving for retirement, counting on financial performance in their 401k or their IRA. Only 21% of Americans even know what ESG is. So there's a real disconnect between the institutional investors, the, the state pension funds, the Black Rocks and the Vanguards, the asset managers and Wall Street, and some of these big banks and retail investors. But retail investors are actually the owners of the capital, and many of these um, progressives on Wall Street have um, have misallocated their capital in ways that that diminish returns uh, and advance uh, political agendas ahead of uh, financial returns. So wasn't Jamie Dimon lying when he said, no, we don't have any policies that would discriminate or or uh, defund um, uh, oil and, and gas? Uh, they are fully signed on to ESG programs. He even went as far as saying it would be an absolute. What did he say? Disaster or American nightmare if we stopped oil and gas? Well, not all of these banks or asset managers are, are created equal, to be fair. Some of them have more aggressive ESG policies than others. I will say that, um, at least in the case of Mr. Diamond, uh, that he wrote in a letter to shareholders, and I highlighted this in my questioning of him, that we need a Marshall Plan for U.S. energy dominance to help ourselves and our allies to decrease our dependence on uh, on uh, Russia, for example, or foreign sources of energy. And so it, he, at least, and his institution, J.P. Morgan Chase, they uh, admit that they will continue and they committed to continuing to finance oil, natural gas. I focused on coal. Kentucky's a coal state. 22% of America's electricity generation still comes from coal. We're going to need coal in the future, just like we're going to need other fossil energy sources, uh, natural gas and, and oil. And he did commit, at least to me, that uh, his institution would continue to finance fossil energy. And, and we need to. We, we don't need to be bullied by climate alarmists, non-investor stakeholders, or Biden financial regulators to choke off financing or investment into American energy companies. And, and yet that is what the ESG movement is. That, that they are, uh, they are um, trying to implement their Green New Deal, their, their, their radical climate alarmism agenda, through financial regulation and through the financial system. And this is uh, absolutely compromising American energy dominance, American energy independence. Uh, and we've, we have literally gone, Glenn, from a position of American energy dominance to uh, energy desperate in just two years under the, the, these Biden policies in concert with uh, woke Wall Street. We're and, about to do the it, same thing to farming. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so... My argument is we need more, not less financing. I mean, we, we talk about uh, the Biden war on energy, uh, you know, canceling the Keystone XL pipeline, canceling infrastructure projects, holding up 4,400 drilling permits, frustrating uh, the construction of new refineries. All of that's true. But ground zero in the Biden war against American energy and American energy independence and affordable, reliable energy is the weaponization of financial regulation. Because yep. oh, let's face it, this is a capital intensive industry uh, and uh, uh, investors just will not allocate capital into this capital intensive industry unless they know that there's some certainty with the regulation. So. Um, uh, some of the other CEOs, I will say, are, are not as uh, are not as open to financing energy, and, mm. and so we made it, we made a big point 
uh, about keeping politics out of the business of banking. Be Has a bank. Be. Don't be, don't be a politi- don't be a political party. Okay, so um, we're talking to uh, Congressman Andy Barr from Kentucky. He is on the House Financial Services uh, Committee and also a member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Um, let me. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you, did you get to Visa and MasterCard and American Express with the with the new gun uh, registration? Yes. So one of my one of my colleagues, uh, Congressman Williams from Texas, uh, did press the, uh, the the bankers, the bank CEOs on this issue, of course. Uh, this was uh, this is a new merchant code for your listeners and, and for those of us who believe the Second Amendment is fundamental. Uh, th- they have created the banks didn't do this, but the credit card companies created a new merchant code for um, firearms, and um, and some banks have participated in pushing for this. Mm-hmm. And the the danger of this, of course, is that it allows for um, uh, woke banks who pursue this ESG agenda to discriminate against Americans who are exercising uh, their lawful Second Amendment rights. It is. It is. The concern is. It is a way in which uh, banks can um, stop the financing of uh, Americans simply exercising their rights. Um, the ba- the bankers uh, yesterday, when asked about this question from Congressman Williams, they said, "Look, this was not our decision. We just follow the rules." But the truth is, but but the truth is, this is a, a, a deep concern uh, because it's another way in which the financial system is weaponized to discriminate against Americans who are simply exercising their rights. But it was amalgamated bank that was pushing for the change uh, of the rules. They were the ones who brought ESG to America in the first place. Strangely, a union bank, um, and they're the ones who were pushing for this and and got it changed. So are they saying right. now we're held to some international banking standard and we can't do anything about it? Yeah, they are. And I joined with several of my colleagues in writing a letter to that bank and uh, objecting to their uh, their pushing of this to, again, politicize capital allocation. And politics should not be in banking. It should be about, uh, you know, objective factors. Is the borrower credit worthy? Yeah. Uh, is it based on sound underwriting? Does this borrower have the ability to repay, regardless of what, what they're doing? And so in addition to fighting ESG, we've also been uh, promoting uh, fair access to banking. You know, uh, uh, long ago, there was um, discrimination in banking and red, what they call redlining, where um, um, African-Americans were denied access to credit for racist reasons. This was a horrible practice. Well, today, the discriminatory lending is against conservatives. It's uh, banks in concert with liberals in government who use the weaponize the banking system to discriminate against um, those who are exercising their Second Amendment rights or the fossil energy industry. Or, as you say, you know, parents who just want visibility into uh, their schools. And, and so we cannot allow this to happen. Uh, we want to depoliticize finance, and this is going to be a major, major focus of Republicans on the Financial Services Committee when we take the gavels back, when we retire Nancy Pelosi and take back the majority. You're, you're, any, you're going to be the, any, the, the committee chairperson, most likely, are you not? Well, I'm in the leadership of the committee, and Patrick McHenry is our ranking member now. Okay. So he, he will be the chairman of the full committee, and he is on board with uh, our— 
our focus on this. Um, and, and many of my other colleagues are, are really focused on this. Congressman Heisinger, who will chair the Capital Markets Subcommittee, French Hill from Arkansas, Brian Stile from Wisconsin. And, w- and we are going to shine a, a bright light uh, on this and make sure that investors know that, that uh, some of these, uh, uh, some of these uh, leaders in finance are not doing right by them as investors. The, the, the job of, uh, of a fiduciary, an investment advisor, the job of the investment advisor is to maximize returns for the investor. It is not to pursue a political agenda at the expense yes. of the investor. And that's what we're seeing uh, with this political agenda infecting uh, the financial markets. Even some of them are even saying a friend of mine went and talked about ESG, was asked about ESG uh, at this, uh, you know, investment seminar thing. And the guy said, look, I mean, it's going to cost money. Uh, you're going to probably lose money in the investment first 10 years, but it's going to really take off. And he's like, you're talking to a group of people that most of us have gray hair here. We're, you know, 10 years away or five years away from retirement age. And you're talking to us about selling to us something that you say is most likely not going to be the best return for the next 10 years. And I had to ask you about that. That's kind of a problem. Um, a big problem. And, and, and consider this also, Glenn. Uh, the, most of these ESG funds carry uh, much higher fees. So mm-hmm. the reason why BlackRock and some of these other asset managers are, are promoting this is because uh, they say it takes their skill to put together these environmentally uh-huh. friendly funds. And so they charge, on average, 43% higher than non-ESG funds. Jeez. And not only, not only that, uh, they violate the basic test of, of investing, Investing 101, which is diversification. They're heavy on tech, and they're light on energy. And if you, you see what happened in the markets, in the yes. equity markets over the yes. last eight, nine months, a huge tech sell-off. And energy prices went up. So if you were invested in energy, you did better. Well, the, uh, many investors who are unwittingly invested in ESG, they, their losses were much more severe because there was this huge tech sell-off and they didn't have any energy stocks in their portfolio. Andy, I am up against the network break and I've really got to run. But can you give me a yes or no question? Are you up to speed on the digital currency and what's going on with all of that with, yes. with the government? Yes. I'd love to yes. have you back next week to talk about you know, digital currency, if you if you can, um, I'd love to talk to you about great. the dangers, the dangers yeah. oh, of a yeah. central bank digital currency, oh, and yeah. why we need to promote private sector innovation, not okay. have the government uh, run digital currency. Thank you so much. That's Congressman Andy Barr from Kentucky. You could follow him at Barr, B-A-R-R dot house dot gov. So an update from Goldline, some research mainstream media never published, but certainly had access to the report was released, then buried by the Fed on July 27th that directly contradicts their own public statements about excessive interest rate hikes causing a deep recession. Their own study warns that a recession and liken our current economic situation to that of a depression was published right before uh, Jerome Powell was on TV saying the opposite. They buried it. And now they're just saying, well, we, we disagree with that. Oh, really? Then why'd you bury it? Why didn't you just address that? Goldline is continuing their special from last week due to overwhelming popularity. Every roll of the new Benjamin Franklin uh, Stand in Love quarter ounce gold rounds 
if you buy a roll of those, you're going to get a matching one ounce copper round. Also, 25 mind your business silver bars at no additional cost. It's a phenomenal deal. Call Goldline now, please. Call Goldline and find out if gold or silver is right for you. 866 Goldline, 866 Goldline, or goldline.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, If you missed any of the podcasts today, you missed a lot, including California's moral obligation to ban diesel trucks. (laughs) Get it wherever podcasts are found. The Glenn Beck Program.